listener. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. I'm Emma Joyce, Broadsheet's Features Editor, and I host this short audio guide to Sydney. In today's episode, we're chatting to ultra-marathon runner Rory Warnock. He's a breathwork specialist. He once ran the Sydney Half Marathon with his mouth taped shut to demonstrate what he calls the performance potential of nasal breathing. Rory's got some tips for runners, but he's also got advice for using breathing techniques to reduce stress and improve sleep. Before that, we've got some news on a new steakhouse from the Liquid and Larder Group, who run Bisteca and The Gidley. It's opening in September, and its main selling point is that you can order and eat your flame-grilled steak in under half an hour. It'll also have Sydney's coldest martini. Here to tell us more is Broadsheet Sydney's food and drink editor, Grace McKenzie. Hi, Grace. Hi, Emma. News dropped recently that the Liquid and Larder group, that's the team behind Bisteca, the Gidley and the Rover, were opening a new steakhouse. So where are they opening this one? They're opening Alfie's on Bly Street in the city. In your story for Broadsheet, you've said the idea behind Alfie's is almost like a power lunch. It's partly inspired by a restaurant in London where you can get steak within about three minutes. Assuming that Alfie's won't deliver steak to you that quickly, what's the concept? Yeah, they were like, we're inspired by that, but we're not keen to push it to those limits. The team is keen for it to be 15 minutes from the time that you order to the time that it hits your table. I love this idea and I know that they're kind of pitching it to people who maybe want to have a quick lunch, but also people on the way home and they're going to have an on-site butchery as well. What have they told you about that? They're actually really keen. They've said that their other teams at the Gidley and Bistecca are like particularly excited about that because it's freed up some space in their fridges at those venues. So I think it's just a real game changer for them. They're able to process whole cuts of meat and then distribute it to their other venues. So with the aim of the game being that you can get lunch on the table in 15 minutes, you're probably out of there within half an hour. And I know you can choose from lots of different sides. I thought that it was really interesting that they're focusing on one cut of beef, the sirloin. Why did they say that they're going to do that? Yeah. So when the team pulls in a short loin, which is the full cut of meat that they get to use between Bisteca and the Gidley, there's this bit of pure sirloin that's just left over in the middle of it. And it's such a nice cut of meat that they were just like, we're going to focus on this one so that there's no wastage. So with this sirloin, are they cooking it in a different way to say how they do the T-bone at the Gidley or the ribeye at Bisteca? Yeah, they've redesigned their grill. So they've got a crosshatch instead of like your standard like parallel lines and that's because the flavor of your steak comes from the crust that's created as it's cooked. Oh fascinating I didn't know that. Have they said anything about the drinks they're going to have at Alfie's? Yeah I mean the particular draw card I think from the drinks menu is the hint at Sydney's coldest martini. Okay you've got me interested. I'm also interested they haven't been too loose-lipped about what that actually entails but you know the martini is definitely a favorite at the moment so if somebody is saying that they've got the coldest I think that'll be a real draw card. So we're thinking maybe dry ice? I would be thinking so yeah dry ice liquid nitrogen maybe. So we'll find it on Bly Street when it opens in the CBD in September. Thanks Grace. Thanks Emma. Welcome, Rory Warnock. 
thanks for coming in. You're an ultra marathoner. You're a breathwork specialist. You're also a performance coach. And I know that you've you've gone into a lot of different companies like Amazon, Canva, Google, I could name so many, to basically help people find different ways that they can use their breath for either calming or potentially energizing or maybe even getting more out of something that they do. It's winter right now. So many people are signed up for things like City to Surf. Maybe they're doing the half marathon coming up. And I'd love to know a little bit more about how we can kind of use our breath to enjoy the run, to kind of really embrace what we're doing. Before we get into that, can you tell me what is breath work? How did you come across this? How did you make breath work your job? Yeah, where to start? Well, thank you so much for having me. I like to think of breathwork as conscious breathing or breathing in a specific way to create a desired outcome, whatever that desired outcome may be for you in the moment. So whether you want to improve your athletic performance to be a more efficient and effective runner, we can tap into nasal breathing to bring more oxygen into the working tissues, reduce the stress in the nervous system, the heart rate, the list goes on. Whether you want to reduce stress and anxiety, if you have a presentation, a pitch, whatever it may be, you can breathe slower, you can lengthen the exhale to move more into the parasympathetic. Whether you want to increase energy and alertness, like you mentioned earlier, you can use the mouth to breathe faster to increase that energy through the nervous system. So I find the breath fascinating where if you understand the various tools and techniques that you can utilize throughout the day, morning, afternoon, and evening, you can just enhance life. So how does it differ from meditation if you practice meditation or if you already have something in your um, day-to-day, maybe it's yoga, where you already concentrate on the breath? Yeah, it's a great question. And people often say to me, well, why do I need to practice breath work if I already meditate? Well, meditation is often more so passive and breath work is generally always active. Breath work, you're changing the rhythm, the rate, the depth of your breath to shift your physiology and your psychology to change the way you think and feel to ultimately behave and act in a more optimal way. Meditation is great for things like your focus, your attention. Breathwork is much better for reducing stress, reducing anxiety, or like we just mentioned, to increase that energy and alertness. I know that some people struggle, especially with things like, I mean, maybe sitting down or finding 20 minutes to sit down and just be at one with your thoughts or even take five minutes to concentrate. Is that something you can relate to? 100%. And this is one of the reasons I got into breathwork where I struggled and I still struggle with anxiety and depression. So telling me to sit with my thoughts and meditate for 20 minutes is probably one of the most backwards paradoxical things that you can do. But then when I went to a breathwork session and it got me out of my head and into my body and I felt clear, calm, relaxed, almost empowered and strong. I remember just opening my eyes thinking, I want more of that. That felt good. So one of the reasons that we wanted you to come and talk to us today is because I saw photos of you running the Sydney Half Marathon with your mouth taped shut. And you did this to prove the point of nasal breathing being really good for performance. Can you tell us why? And also, what was that experience like? Yeah, no, apart from looking ridiculous and getting some very strange looks and a couple of laughs, Exactly as you said, I wanted to show and demonstrate and prove to people that we can use a nose to breathe for a long duration, a half marathon, and still perform to a high ability and a high standard. You know, again, I obviously didn't drink any fluid. I didn't have any uh, gels or electrolytes or whatever it was. So I just went out, 
ran at a comfortable pace. I think it was like a one fifty four heart rate, and saw how I could perform. I've been practicing nasal breathing for over three years now. Whilst I run, the nose will warm the air, filter the air, humidify the air. It'll help slow the rhythm down. By breathing slower, we can actually bring more oxygen into the tissues. This is called the Bohr effect or the oxyhemoglobin dissociation curve. Mm, bit of a mouthful, and I always stumble <laughs> over that one. But it was found out back in 1904, less breaths for more oxygen delivery into the tissues. More oxygen, better performance, reduced fatigue. So yes, apart from looking ridiculous, I just wanted to try and help bring more people into the world of nasal breathing and, and breathing for performance. So I would call myself kind of a fun runner. Definitely not somebody who is like peak performance or gunning for a PB. I've got a moderate fitness but how can I use the breath to kind of make it a more enjoyable experience? 90% of my runs are just relaxed, easy, steady state, you know, jog in the park, feel the movement essentially. I'll always recommend nasal breathing whilst you do these runs. It's almost like a, 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 a moving meditation as such where you just get into a zone and you feel relaxed, you feel calm, you're not panting like a dog out of the mouth. The breath is entering the body, you're getting more oxygen to tissues. Your heart rate isn't spiking as much. And when you're focusing on one thing, the inhale, the exhale, the nasal breathing, breathing deep, your half hour run feels like five minutes. And once you finish, you're breathing normally again. You're not out of breath. You don't have a dry mouth. You just get on with your day, your morning, your afternoon, your evening, whatever it is, and you feel good. It's, it takes a little bit of practice. If you have been running for, say, 20 years, breathing through your mouth, then to suddenly swap and use your nose, it's almost like swapping from uh, using your right hand to write, and then your left hand to write. It's a bit of a change, but the body is designed to adapt. You know, we, we conscious stress to promote adaptation. So over time, it will adapt and it'll, you know, it'll become more uh, easier for no better word. Now, obviously what you do is not just limited to kind of fitness or helping people with um, peak performance in, in a kind of fitness sense. You've worked at places like Google and Uber, Canva. What are they hoping that you'll help their colleagues with or their employees with? Workplace wellness is really important to me for a lot of reasons. I worked in uh, London in consumer good sales for a short three-year chapter. And if I'm being brutally honest, I was fairly miserable. That's where my anxiety and depression really was at its, its peak. I know how much stress people feel in the corporate world, in the corporate environment. It can be hard. And I just want to simply give people a bit of joy, a bit of happiness throughout their day, throughout their week, just to feel more calm, more balanced, and more themselves, essentially. So I've worked with a lot of corporates uh, to help people feel um, happier and healthier through simple breathing techniques. Can you run through any with us? Yes. Close your eyes. Done. So the first technique that I'll always work into with the corporates is breath awareness. So as I'm speaking here, and as you're breathing, simply noticing the breath as you breathe. Just noticing if you're breathing high into the chest or low into your belly. Yeah, probably way too high into the chest, probably too, you know, almost like I'm sat on the edge of a seat. And now just noticing if you're breathing fast or if you're breathing slow. I'm definitely trying to breathe slower. <laughs> and noticing if you're using the nose to breathe or the mouth to breathe. 100% nose. Good. <laughs> and just noticing if the breath gets stuck anywhere as you breathe in or if it feels smooth as you breathe in and out. 
Probably a bit of both. So that's the first technique that I always practice first. Then we'll move into more of a functional breathing pattern training. Then we'll finish with a conscious connected practice. I always like to start with awareness as awareness is the first stage, the first step to development. You can blink up with the eyes now. Thanks. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. I did. It was like a micro nap. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those really difficult things to incorporate into your life if you feel like you've got your phone going off with notifications or maybe you're being called into a meeting, maybe a child's crying in the corner. That's my particular example. How can you kind of carve out space to give yourself time to focus on your breath? We live in a world where people want morning routines, evening routines, but I'm much more passionate about awareness. Awareness of what you need, when you need it, and how to fulfill that need. So for example, if your kid is crying, then you're trying to put your, your child to sleep. They then get to sleep. What do you do in that moment? You feel maybe a little bit stressed. You feel your heart rate is beating fast. Do you, and I'm not saying you do this, of course, but a lot <laughs> of people will then turn to a bottle. You go get a bottle of wine, you get a bottle of beer, and that's the low-hanging fruit, the easier option. Or do you close your eyes, put the headphones on, listen to an incredible piece of music that really shifts your state and breathe for, you know, five minutes. That's all you need. I try to do at least five to ten conscious breathing exercises, whether it's breath awareness, whether it's four-six breathing to downregulate, whether it's more of an upregulating breathing technique to switch on, increase energy, or whether it's more that conscious, connected, cyclical breathing just to feel more relaxed and calm in the evening. Everything is awareness. As soon as you're aware of what you need, then you can change, develop and improve. So you live in Bondi and you have a kind of community there and do some breath work. Can you tell us about what you do? I host breath work sessions at Lean Bean, which is in, in Bondi. Uh, and we'll tap into those three techniques. You know, we'll do breath awareness, we'll then move into functional breathing pattern training to tap into our physical body improve oxygen delivery, lung volume, diaphragm function, tap into the parasympathetic, increase your heart rate variability. Then the third technique to tap into your mental state, mental clarity, is a more conscious, connected practice. So understanding that the brain and body are directly linked um, and how we can use the breath to tap into brain and body together. If people have decided that they want to learn a little bit more, where can they find information? If you're new to breathwork, I really do urge that you come along and try it. I tried it and changed my whole life in that one hour. Rory Warnock underscores my Instagram. RoryWarnock.com is my website. And then my email is Rory at RoryWarnock.com. Well, thanks so much, Rory. I'm going to try and use that next time I'm putting a crying baby down. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. And that's all we have time for today. As always, you can keep up to date with what's happening around Sydney at broadsheet.com.au and at broadsheet underscore Sid on Instagram. A listener production.